It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard for a festive feast of Boxing Day football. Celtic have major absentee issues for the trip to St Johnston with the hosts also struggling. Rangers will watch with interest to see what it means for their lead when Covid hits St Mirren go to Ibrooks later. And on that theme, Dundee have asked for their game with Aberdeen to be postponed due to having 14 fit players, but... It goes ahead, I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me this afternoon, three of the wisest men we could find Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans There's good news and there's bad news for the Celtic fans I won't steal David Friel's thunder I'll let him deliver the team news from Dermot Park And then you'll know the good from the bad What I will say is the bottom club St Johnston Have a better chance of getting something out of today's game Than was first thought Callum Davison's side have only scored 10 goals After half a league season They're on course for the lowest ever Premiership goals for tally And they set the worst ever record themselves 10 years ago But they could worry Celtic On a day when Ange Postacoglu's team Can't afford to drop any points When they're already 6 behind Rangers Mark Wilson, Merry Christmas to you And Gordon DL We have Covid hit games that go ahead mm. Covid hit games that don't go ahead New restrictions mean that it's a maximum of 500 fans out there today I'm going to do my best mm. At least let's start off and try and talk up the festive football We usually look forward to it It is a lot different this year But on paper we've got good games in oh, there without without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt a, a huge day and steeped in tradition Obviously the Boxing Day fixture uh, A fixture that I love playing And I'm sure the players do as well But obviously Covid is taking its toll Throughout the league We'll hear more about that as the afternoon goes on But important Celtic kicking off uh, In the 12.30 kickoff That they don't drop any ground On Rangers who play later on today Looking forward to today's actions yeah, I'm with the boys. Uh, delighted to be here. Merry Christmas to everyone. I hope you had a lovely day. But it's all about the football today. And Mark's right. As a player and a manager, you look forward to this this festive period playing. Um, unfortunately, because of the fans and everything, every club's going to have their problems today, Gordon. We've just got to go on with it. Make the best of it. Have some cracking games. Um, the first game, Celtic, St Johnston. As much as you, we will find out the team shortly. But there's still 28 points of difference between the two teams So I'm still expecting a good performance from Celtic We're here until 6 o'clock There is a lot to get through between now and then But we have to go to McDermott Park as quick as possible David Friel is the bearer of interesting news I'll let you lot decide if it's good or bad David Friel, give us the teams ahead of St Johnston Celtic Yeah Gordon, as you said, Merry Christmas everybody There's good news and bad news for Celtic fans The good news is Kyogo Furuhashi is back in the starting 11 after shaking off an injury the bad news is the list of missing players has grown and then some. Jota, James Forrest, David Tumble, they were always going to be out of this game, but Callum McGregor, Mikey Johnson, Greg Taylor, Tony Ralston, Joe Hart, Scott Bain, Connor Hazard are all out of the squad too. So that means a first start in five months for Greek keeper Vasilis Barkas. He hasn't even been on the bench for a league game since July, but he's been forced back into action today. Despite all that, I think the Celtic team does look relatively strong. As they look to close the gap in Rangers, at least temporarily. Barkas is in goals. It looks like a back four of Stephen Welsh, Cameron Carter, Vickers, Carroll, Starfelt and Liam Scales. Midfield three of Nier Beaton, James McCarthy, Tom Rogic and Josip Juranovic, Kyogo and Liel Abada up front. The bench, I mean, that tells its own story here in terms of how much Celtic are struggling. 
Uh, Mullen is the substitute goalkeeper. Ball and goalie is back in the bench. Adam Montgomery, Sorrow, Joey Dawson, Owen Moffat and 16-year-old Ben Doak. Only 16, first ever time on the bench for Celtic. So Celtic struggling team-wise, but... They'll be looking to try and get the job done against St. Johnson. Obviously, only 500 fans here, Gordon. The new restrictions kick in. 500 home fans, as you say, St. Johnson, bottom of the league. I think seven straight defeats. They've not beaten Celtic for five and a half years, and they are also without the likes of Xander Clark, Sean Rooney, and Murray Davidson. Callum Davidson has made two changes from the team that lost to Ross County in midweek. Ali Crawford and Viv Solomon Otterbor are in for Murray Davidson and Michael O'Hallan. So St. Johnson are going to line up Elliot Parish in goals, a back three of Lars Donka, Liam Gordon, and Jamie McCart, with James Brown, Craig Bryson, Jacob Butterfield, and Callum Booth across the middle, and Ali Crawford and Viv Solomon Otterbor behind Stevie May. Subs for St. Johnson are Sinclair, Devine, Muller, Craig, O'Hallan, Kane, and Middleton. And the referee at McDermott Park is Kevin Clancy. Hugh Evans, any Celtic fans out there had a return for Barkas on their Christmas list? Uh, absolutely none. Uh, I'll, I'll give you one fact. I want to, to see a Celtic game for the first time in 1955. I'll, I'll work it out for you. That's 67 years ago. Barkas is the worst Celtic goalkeeper I have ever seen in those 67 years. Uh, and that's why he has not been seen since July. That's why he hasn't even made it onto the bench. Uh, and he was a £5 million waste of money. And he's playing today on a day when Celtic, after the nil-nil draw with St Mirren on Wednesday, absolutely cannot afford to drop anything. I just hope that's not the team talk he's going to see him as we, <laughs> before he has a glowing <laughs> reference. <laughs> you gave him the argument. But wow. uh, yeah, look. You've got he, to tell the truth. Yeah, he's been he's been out of the picture and he's not featured, and I don't think he's got a Celtic future. But because of the circumstances he's thrown in today, if I was a Celtic fan going, I wouldn't be too. Yeah, they're missing players. McGregor, obviously, captain, plays. You look at the middle of the park, for instance. And then obviously you get the man up front. They've got good experience at the back as well. That's their two centre halves. Uh, Scales has done well when he comes in at left back. Welsh people have been crying for him to be a, a regular starter. Yeah, of course it's not the ideal uh, starting eleven, but it should be good enough to get the job done and close the gap in Rangers this afternoon. Yeah, we said that during the week in Paisley though, Mark Wilson, and I get it is important. I see what Gordon's trying to do. Of course, it's important to maintain a bit of perspective. Callum Davidson Who has his own Covid issues And even if he didn't Would absolutely love To have Tom Rogic And Furuhashi And Juranovic And so on And so forth But There is no doubt about it If you stick specifically To Celtic Without comparing them To anyone else They are Miles under strength today Yeah Yeah well especially uh, In the goalkeeping department You know it's You painted a picture Of Barkas And he's probably Not far off He's had a horrendous Start his Celtic career Looked like he was incapable of saving anything And that's why he found himself so far out the picture I mean not even included in the bench For someone that costs that amount of money Tells you what Ange Postacoglu thinks of him So it's uh, last throw of the dice for him in terms of that Going through the side though You know you think you're, you're front four If you're Ange Postacoglu you're, you're banking on your front four You know Abada, Kyogo and Juranovic With Rogic in behind To really pull you out of hole today And create Plenty of chances And take those opportunities When they come along Because we've seen at McDermott Park It can be tough at times Especially with the way St Johnson defend But they've had enough creativity In the final third I'm taking a guess here But If Scott Bain is out Connor Hazard is out Joe Hart is out I assume that All the goalkeepers Train together Except Barkas I assume He works on his own And that's why he has 
uh, missed out and Don't that... say it Do not say it Gordon DL <laughs> I can see what you're thinking uh, About his ability To catch things Don't you Don't don't do it <laughs> I'm not on my mind He's already had a tough afternoon From Hugh Keevans We will leave that there You can all fill in the blanks ah, David Field I mean Nine full internationals In the Celtic team So like I said It's important to Maintain some Perspective Whilst Still acknowledging That the list of players They have missing is Far from ideal if you're Ange Postacoglu. Yeah, 100%. But I, th- I think having Kyogo there makes a big difference. You know, um, you can see, as we spoke about, Cal McGregor's a huge miss. Mikey Johnston, probably a huge huge miss in terms of being out and out winger with Chot out and James Forrest out. But, you know, I think it was Gordon that said, if you've got Tom Rogic behind that front three, then, you know, against the St. Johnston team, as I said, I've lost seven games in a row. I think Ange Postacoglu will feel he's got the players out there to get the job done. And as you said, Celtic can't afford to not get the job done today because Rangers will, you would imagine, beat St. at Ibrox. Celtic can't afford to be, I don't know, seven, eight, nine points behind going the winter break. Just can't afford it. Uh, what are the conditions like, David? We mentioned before, Celtic have got a good record against St. Johnson and have racked up some fairly impressive wins at McDermott Park. But I just wonder if, on Boxing Day... In front of just the 500 fans Because Celtic often bring You know Two full stands And and it feels like a home game They won't have that today All these players missing What's the pitch like Has it got the makings Of one of those days That 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 might Whilst it won't win you Or lose you the title You know It could could play a big part Yeah the pitch isn't great at all It's very very cold here Uh, Gordon Dale will be happy to know It's very cold And the goal away to my right Where St Johnson are training just now The six yard box Is basically just full of sand You can hardly see any grass at all the area away in the corner is fully sand as well. So, yeah, I think it'll be a testing pitch today. You know, Celtic like to try and get the ball down. You know, Johnson, for all, they've lost a lot of games. They don't concede a lot of goals. You know, they still, there aren't many teams in the Premiership that have got better defensive record than them. So Celtic will have to work hard to, to get these goals today. And, you know, the pitch won't be conducive to good football. For all the scrutiny that's going to be on Barkas, David, St Johnson are going to have to test them, which is clearly what they have Lacked more than anything this season You talk about the goals that they've conceded They don't concede too many Hugh also gave us the stats about them being on course For the lowest ever goals total um, In the top flight in the Premiership So they're going to have to test them To find out if all this pre-match drama Is justified or not Yeah they will and I think that's been Callum Davison's big problem And you know I don't mean anger But he's tried everything He's tried Chris Kane, he's tried Mikey Hallen He's tried Stevie May, he's tried different guys And behind them today he's gone for Ali Crawford and Solomon Otterball behind Stevie May and I just don't think they're a team that, that look to create enough Gordon you know I think they're based in, in hard work good organisation but they just don't seem to have that flair but you're up against a you know, test bar cast I mean I, I don't know if I'd go as far as you in terms of being the worst Celtic goalkeeper I've ever seen but he clearly doesn't have confidence he's clearly on the way out you know I, I, I didn't think we were just talking before the game there, I didn't think I'd ever seen Vasilis Parkas play for Celtic ever again I thought with, with Joe Hart and even, even young Toby Obalemi, the England goalkeeper, he was even ahead of him in the pecking order and he's missing today as well. So he was so far out of the picture, but he's back in, but he won't be full of confidence. He clearly won't have a lot of match practice. So if you're St Johnson today, you know, you try to put him under as much pressure as you possibly can. It's a fair point, Mark. There are no guarantees. Let's me, let me put it on record. Barkas might be man of the match, might be absolutely outstanding. I have no idea. However, the Vasilis Barkas that... Let's say underwhelmed the Celtic fans last season Was a guy who was just here And was eager to impress And was trying to make the number one spot his own And and still the ability didn't seem to be there Is there now a danger that you've got The same level of goalkeeper but Who's disinterested and unmotivated And out of practice and rusty 
Perhaps, and, and all of those things on top of it. Perhaps. You you would hope, uh, and you would probably think that he'd be professional enough to go in there and and do a, a good job. It could work the other way. He could be totally relaxed. The pressure's off his shoulders now. He, he got brought to the club. He's at £5 million and the pressure's on his shoulders to be an outstanding number one and he proved anything but that. So there's nothing really for him to lose today. And sometimes, just sometimes, you play your best football when you're like that. Slightly different with goalkeepers, of course, but... You just don't know how it'll pan out Yeah I mean David St Johnson have their own issues As you quite rightly say And the goalkeeping department I don't know what it is about the goalies uh, At the moment My big neighbour He's mm. keeping neighbourhood watch He's stuck in the house Xander Clark is not in for St Johnson today Elliot Parish, And they've got various other issues as well Callum Davidson spoke after the game at Ibrox About Chris Kane he, I think he was one of the first players We became aware of Who was under the the household isolation rule, you know, because it had just come into place, he missed the game at Ibrook, so they've got their own issues. Yeah, exactly. And, and we spoke about this in St. John's defensive records. Under Clark's a huge part of that. You know, he's a Scotland squad goalkeeper. You know, he's a a top keeper. I think Elliot Parish is, is decent, but obviously St. John's will miss him. And, and Chris Kane does make the bench today, Gordon. But I think it's because he's only on the bench probably because he's just been sitting in the house for ten days. You know, I'd imagine St. John's will have had. Exercise bikes or treadmills or anything, but he's clearly not fit enough to go straight into this this game. So yeah, St. Johnson, Murray Davison's another one. He's missing completely today as well. So St. Johnson, yeah, they they have their issues as well. And look, I don't think Callum Davison will look at the the Celtic lineup and feel any sympathy for Ange Postecoglou. I think that's for sure. Uh, well, let's hear from Ange Postecoglou, shall we? I don't think if anything's shown us over the last few weeks, all the games are pretty tight. Uh, there's no uh, games that you go in there thinking that they're going to be uh, less of a challenge. And um, St. Johnson will be a challenge for us. And uh, you know, all teams are struggling at the moment just with, with getting bodies out in the park. We're no different than that, so um, we've got to make sure that we, as I said, we continue the, the consistency in our performance we've shown. We've just got to make sure we find a way to put the ball in there. Simple as that, Mark Wilson. Yeah, simple. Has to go on it. One thing you've got to say about Ange Postacoglu is he never really comes out and makes excuses. He's not really interested in that. He understands there's a job to be done. He's got a large squad to pick from even if it is young kids on the bench he still has to have faith and those players can get the job done and when you look at that midfield and front area of Celtic there certainly is enough in that team to beat anybody never mind the team that's sitting at the bottom of the league on a big expansive pitch where Celtic usually like playing on the surface may not be uh, in their favour in terms of getting the ball and passing it but there's plenty of space in this pitch for the, the pace of Juranovic, Abada and Kyogo to trouble the St Johnson backline If you're, if you're going to one I've heard about 20 excuses since I've come on here about you know Celtic being weak the pitch is getting now put it forward as an excuse or whatever you're going to go and win the league and you're going to be titled serious challengers here this is games like this you've just got to face you look at that Celtics team, you're playing against a, a team that can't win a game, right? Have a look at, they've got their top players out. Celtic have got the, the, the luxury of playing the players that they've got. Quality, quality players there. I'm sorry, I expect Celtic mm. to win this and win this. No, of, of course, but I, I think the, the use of the word excuse in football, get it gets distorted, Hugh Keevens, quite often. Gordon saying you can't offer it as an excuse, fine, but are, are we supposed to pretend that Barca's been in goals... Or Elliot Parish being in goals Or the pitch Or that raft of players that Celtic have got missing Are we supposed to pretend that that might not have an impact on the outcome of the game? You know, it's easy to say Oh, that's just making excuses But you're then lying to yourself If you don't, if you don't admit that it might change something Of course it might Every Celtic supporter Man, woman and child Will regard Barkas as the main story Where's he been? Where's he come from? 
How did this happen? So it's the talking point. The ground rules have been laid out in front of Celtic. Ange Postacoglu said they made enough chances to win two games in Paisley. Well, they didn't manage to win one game in Paisley. They dropped two points on a night when they had numerous chances to score. Therefore, today, the onus is on Celtic to take the chances that they create and they create them in high numbers. And you can't bring up the fact that only 500 people will watch the match as having any relevance to anything because Celtic had an extremely vocal and very large support in Paisley and they didn't manage to get the ball over the line for Celtic at Try as they did to encourage the team So that's not a factor Celtic but, have but to again, take again, advantage how, how can going for it, We get so caught up in, in Celtic and Rangers and, and, and whether it's an excuse or whether or not How can a full house compared to 500 not be a factor? How can it not be? No, I'm, I'm confining myself Of course it's a desperate disappointment It's a disappointment for everyone in every ground today It's an awful thing to happen to our game I understand why uh, we are going into cold storage after today But with regard to one match in particular The the ground rules are quite simple for both teams St Johnston up until now Have scored 10 goals in half a league season They have to do more against a team who are forced And I use the word advisedly Forced into playing Barkas in goal And Celtic have to take Heed of the lesson they were taught in Paisley On Wednesday night If you continue to scorn your chances It will cost you in the end So both teams Both teams at McDermott Park Have one main target If you get the chance You better score It'll be interesting to see David Because unfortunately we are back there We're back with the little to no crowds As I said often at Games at McDermott Park Against Celtic or Rangers Feel like home games uh, for Glasgow's two sides That won't happen today And it'll be interesting to see what impact it does have Because I've seen it spun in both ways In recent days I think it was Jim Goodwin who said Yeah but if there's a big crowd there And it doesn't go your way Then you can turn the crowd And the crowd get frustrated And that can work against you So who knows It's time to get your own theories down And, and we'll find out what impact it has Yeah exactly and, uh, As you mentioned Gordon Normally at McDermott Park and, and, and Paisley and places like You sometimes find the two ends You know the two ends are full of away, away fans So you would normally probably have, I don't know, five, 6,000 Celtic fans here. Instead, I'm just looking over. It's quite a sad sight, you know, the restrictions are back and there's only, you know, a, a smart and St Johnson fans all kind of sitting in twos and threes around the around the main stand across from us. So, yeah, I, th- I think it can go either way. I think St Johnson would rather have a big crowd. I think Celtic would rather have a big crowd. But such is life at the moment. We're not going to see any big crowds for the foreseeable future. Yes, that is the reality and we will deal with more of that of course when the 3 o'clock games come around a full card uh, in the Premiership Dundee wanted their game against Aberdeen to be postponed the SPFL have said no uh, so we'll get to that perhaps a bit later on It's interesting, Gordon that someone like James McCarthy's inclusion is is now not that interesting and not that exciting because you know there are, there are bigger stories there with the likes of Barkas but there are a a few other issues in that Celtic team We don't see a lot of him from the beginning of games Juranovic is getting asked to play Further up the pitch He, he plays kind of three and four positions for Celtic No Callum McGregor but, You know again for for all the 
Oh, the talk of the other guys The, the absence of Callum McGregor Is not something we deal with very often Yeah McGregor's a captain The leader And a fantastic football player Gordon So obviously he's going to be A miss to a Celtic team You touch on uh, the, the spotlights fell on Barkas Obviously because of the story The amount of money That Celtic paid for him He's not lived up to his reputation He's a 27 year old goalkeeper He's an experienced goalkeeper He's come in for 5 million He's an international goalkeeper It'll be interesting to see How he handles us this afternoon It really will be but it's an opportunity for other people For instance, like at the scales A lot of Celtic fans I've been speaking to I've got high hopes for him It's a good opportunity this afternoon for him Juranovic is a top quality player for me Now, as much as he's that's not his favourable position in front I think he does a terrific job there I watched the game the second half um, on Wednesday night And he came on as a sub And he was involved in the game you know, right up to the end, putting some quality balls in there. The difference now for me this afternoon is I think Celtic have still got it in their locker to create the chances that the Celtic manager was talking about on Wednesday. But there's a difference. They've got a goal scorer up top, they've got Kyogo and Forum, full of confidence, a terrific striker. His movement's great and he'll put the ball in the back of the net. That's where the big difference lies for me this afternoon. It's a big one for McCarthy You mentioned him to Gordon there Because we haven't seen a lot of him And what we have seen It's all been pretty basic And pretty simple But today Celtic will need his experience in there Alongside Beaton and Rogic To control that central area of the pitch And you know, he was brought to Celtic And given a big deal um, Four years um, And he's yet to really get started So today would be a, a good opportunity for him to put in a, a top performance when I last seen him live it was away at Livy he had a shocker that day and that resulted in drop points for Celtic uh, to to go alongside that so important day for him but like Dad says he's got the guys ahead of him that will make those runs and he certainly has the quality to pick them out well it's going to be interesting often when we build up to games the team news is very predictable very routine and we tick along towards kick-off far from that today. Various big talking points, various absentees for both Celtic and St. Johnson. We will go back to McDermott Park for kick-off next. Action as it happens. And your reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Kick-off fast approaching at McDermott Park. Let's get a recap of the teams with David Friel. Yes, Gordon, Celtic team, major shock, Vasilis Barkas, back in goal, Stephen Welsh, Cameron Carter, Vickers, Carl Starfelt and Liam Scales in defence with Nir Beaton, who's the captain today, James McCarthy, Tom Rogic in midfield, Josip Juranovic, Kyogo and Liel Abada up front, so that means no Callum McGregor, no Mikey Johnson, no Joe Hart and the rest of St Johnson's Elliot Parish in goals, Lars Dundonka, Liam Gordon, Jamie McCarthy at the back. James Brown, Craig Bryson, Jacob Butterfield and Callum Booth across the middle with Ali Crawford and Viv Solomon Otterbor just behind Stevie May. And the teams are out now. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Book your face fit and mask service online now. Let's get stuck in then It's the first of your festive feast Boxing Day fixtures. Lots to look forward to this afternoon. Albeit in front of 500 fans. Albeit... With various teams hit by COVID uh, Let's try our best to enjoy the football Though Mark Wilson uh, How do you see this one going? Um, I still think Celtic will have enough To get the three points I do think they'll concede Though um, <laughs> I'll go for 2-1 Celtic 
Um, I, I think Celtic will win this and I think they'll win it comfortably, Gordon. Uh, as much as the highlighted of uh, Barkos is the main point this afternoon, I think they've got enough in front. Uh, certainly with the middle of the part, certainly with Kyogo up front. I'm going for a comfortable 3 0 win wow. for Celtic. Wow, okay. Hugh Evans? I'm trying to apply whatever degree of logic you can ever apply to any game of football and say that Celtic's outfield will be good enough to get Celtic a result in spite of who's playing in goal. So I'm going for St Johnston 1, Celtic 3. Bobby Madden gets his underway in Perth and St Johnston go long early on just trying to get things up and running, trying to put a bit of pressure on Celtic. I'm sure that will be the, the task of Mark Wilson if on paper, and we always stress this before the predictions get wiped out, if there was ever a team that you should be comfortable or more comfortable playing Vasilis Barkas against it would be the team hmm. who scored the lowest amount of goals in the top flight they've scored 10 even Livingston are next with 15 Dundee have got 17 and uh, St Mirren 18 and so on so they are miles back on number of goals scored this season And you, I find that surprising when you look at the players and how experienced those front players are for St Johnson with me and then Kane on the bench and Middleton and Halloran and even Liam Craig chips in with you to score so few goals is surprising but, oh. tell you what we're 50 seconds in Gordon and we've seen quite a few immaculate touches from Tom Rogic so far well if you're on the bumpy pitch if you're one of those lucky 500 in the stadium this afternoon Gordon you're just looking at Tom Rogic and thinking this could be a real good day because he's already started brilliantly actually that's his 40 they just gets a ball uh, midfield and defenders think they've got him and he just turns away from them with so much ease he's absolutely the only other him. thing Mark that I've definitely assessed from the opening minute and a half that pitch is incredibly bumpy yeah. the yeah. ball is bouncing up and down when, <laughs> when it's, it's passed along the ground uh, by either team you know what all joking aside it's a joke the state of the pitch all and joking I, aside I, it's a joke it's a yeah, joke okay. Okay. but I'm wondering how it can get so bad you know you know the pitches these days are immaculate the goal and mouth that Elliot Parrish is in at the moment is it's like a flashback to the olden days the 80s Gordon the Gordon the day where yeah. you just played no football you just punted it all you never heard us complain about the pitch we just got our heads down gone we entertained the well it's 500 today but entertained the supporters with bags of that goals that was a top crowd for you was it not? <laughs> that, was a, that was a full house <laughs> Oh, but even there you see the difficulty a channel ball Carter Vickers is over he goes to head it kind of bounces up you know quite unpredictable so it's going to be tough for both um, sets of players today David Peel is there which helps you a lot more with these things you get a much better view he says it looks like Celtic are in a back three with Juranovic at right wing back scales at that well, scales at left wing back that is interesting because Hans Postacoglu has been really firm on the way his team has played and his selection you know the, the personnel changes but the shape has always been the same so if that's a change of formation then it'll be an interesting one to see how they adapt to it oh it's a great decent button. opportunity not quite a chance as you're at, um, Kyogo sorry flashes one across the face but no reinforcements arrive in time but I think Celtic are asserting themselves in a way that they should given that they do retain tremendous quality you've, you've highlighted Rogic uh, Kyogo is just the, the the talisman for Celtic. Abada, early on, looking in the mood. So uh, Celtic, Barkas hasn't even touched the ball yet. So we're four minutes in, uh, and Celtic just. 
passing the ball about for I, fun. I, I we, need to, we need to at least see him. I mean, with all the yeah. match talk, we don't I'll, even I'm know just, what colour strip I want to know if he's getting new gloves for Christmas. Um, <laughs> I've got to say, David Friel, bang on forum this afternoon, told me it was Kevin Clancy, ref, but Bobby Madden's <laughs> looking very well. But he's got the back three correct. I think as Celtic put another ball in there. See, you're talking about the pitch mark and it's not great for that passing. I don't think that'll affect Celtic with their movement to their front men, with their pace. They can get in behind. We've seen it early. Kyogo in behind, turns defenders, causes some problems. There's a the ball, there's a the run. Absolutely timed perfectly and puts a great ball into the middle of the, the box there. So as much yeah. as, yeah, the part plays a part, but Celtic have got players that can adapt to See for... I mean, for what it's worth, Mark, that didn't really come to anything. It's not like it was a, a huge chance, so I don't mean to over-exaggerate, but just that run from Kyogo, that type of, that must be a nightmare for defenders because mm. if you're Jamie McCart, who's very good, the, the last thing you want to do is go chasing toward facing your own goal. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's hard to play against that, and especially someone like Kyogo, who does it constantly. You know, it's not just once or twice. He's always on the move. And it's brilliant for a midfield player like McCarthy. They're just getting his head up and picking that pass. You know, it gives a different option. Quite evident, David feels right, and, and Daz mentioned it there. It's a, a front two, Kyogo and Abada playing side by side, and we don't often see that um, for Celtic. So interesting to see how, how this will shape up, but Celtic firmly in control in the first five minutes here. What's happening then? Is Ange Postacoglu not as stubborn as everyone says? He is willing to play a different formation? I think in, in, that? in extraordinary circumstances, you have to come up with a, a different way of doing things. I think today is doesn't necessarily signify a change of philosophy on the part of Ange Postacoglu. I think today signifies personnel difficulties I think it's just getting the best out Celtic are having absolutely no trouble oh. picking their way through St Johnson they've not found that finishing touch yet that one was Rogic doesn't get the proper direction on the finish and it goes wide uh, but you can see just playing through the lines as they say and yeah. very effectively Rogic into the box right footed stabs it wide what it, was that a shot was that a pass I, th- I thought it was a shot but worrying times for St Johnson because Tom Rogic looks like he's right in the mood for us this afternoon he's involved in a lot of things but you go back to the formation I just think that's good management he's pitched up there with the players and he looks at them and thinks right this is the best system to suit my players and he's fit them into the best system all this nonsense that managers go no they're a rigid back four they will never change good managers adapt and that's what Postacolgo has done this afternoon so far you've got to say St Johnston are backs to the walls a little bit Celtic controlling the game at their pace movement is too good for them um, I think if Celtic got an early goal here They could find themselves a comfortable afternoon You could be sarcastic and say What's happened so far Tells you why St John's down bottom of the table But that would be to deny Celtic Praise because it's the way Celtic Are playing uh, It wouldn't matter mm. which league position St Johnson had Celtic are just mm. out playing them To be fair there he is Barkas touched the ball mm. Simple pass out to Carter Vickers Although Celtic had chances in Paisley During the week you have yeah. to take them And we will find out in the next 84 minutes or so. Yeah, and I've seen he's still got the receipt hanging for his, his gloves so he can <laughs> got put the tag them on them. Yeah, he can take them That's back the sort after of thing today's game. He'll take them back after today's game. You've done that, haven't spe- you? Oh, 100 <laughs> Listen, I've, I've worn stuff out with tags on them. Took it back the next now day. Now, here's St. Johnson attacking for the first time and they're into the box because James McCarthy slipped on his backside and Celtic have conceded... Uh, nope. No, they've not. It's a goal kick. So, mm. there we go. Uh, I thought that was a corner off... Stephen Welsh down the right hand side um, but Barkas is going to get involved I don't know if he'll try and keep the, the gloves clean and, and mm. not pick it up as he moves it over to take the goal kick 
Um, but yeah, Callum Davidson not too impressed with what he's seeing so far. Well, his, his team need to get hold of the ball first before they can cause Barkas any problems. The, the problem is Celtic's controlling us pretty easily, even on this bumpy pitch. I think Rogic will really, really sharp position today. You know, in a, a, a 3 5 2 where he's just that one in behind the two strikers, gives him license just to roam and, and find those little pockets, and we've seen glimpses yet. So far, just had a wee chuckle there, James McCarthy, when he slipped, actually falling right in the ball. That's quite hard to do. It's it's still, like we said, look, you can't put too much on it when Celtic of all these internationals. It's still not ideal, the, the sort of makeup, though, is it, Mark? Because does it look like McCarthy, is he sitting the, the deepest, which means Nir Beton's playing in a position that Celtic fans probably don't really want to see him? He's a bit further forward That's in the brilliant. midfield. Oh, oh what, what a chance is... for Celtic. What a save. Oh. But it's in the back of the net. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com St Johnson nil, Celtic 1 It has been coming And it's Lille Abada Good move down the right hand side Robbed St Johnson of possession The ball was flashed across The initial shot was saved well By Elliot Parrish Standing in uh, for Xander Clark this afternoon But Abada does manage to bundle it Into the back of the net And if you're Callum Davidson Mark Wilson You have made life extremely hard for yourself Oh, unbelievable McCarthy does well to win the ball back First and foremost Quite high up the pitch Juranovic's ball across the face is brilliant Good finish from Abada You've got to say Wonderful save But the setting bite of it Sure. Where Abada is putting that in with his head from six yards There's two centre-halves and a goalkeeper there That's unacceptable defending if you're Callum Davidson I, I, I said at the top of the show Juranovic in that forward position I'd really like Gordon I'm, I, I just think he adds so much The the pressing on the ball was great I thought the goalkeeper That's a terrific save, Mark Now, he's trying to get back up He's needing a bit of help from his yeah, two centre-backs yeah. Lil Abada is a, a good few inches oh. shorter than both of them But yeah. Abada, Abada wanted Wants it more. more than what the two centre And if you're Callan Davison, you're thinking No wonder I'm sitting bottom of the league But all credit to Celtic yeah. They went press St Johnston very high up And they've got the reward I think Celtic have opened this game I, I said earlier, I thought it would be a comfortable day for them I really do Yeah Hugh, I mean, that, that's been coming Yeah, from minute one uh, you can see why uh, St Johnston are favourites to be relegated You know the team bottom of the table on Christmas Bay Is normally his, History has shown normally The team to go down uh, So they're in real real bother But that is not the reason why Celtic are a goal up Celtic are a goal up because From the first blow of Bobby Madden's whistle uh, They have utterly dominated this game And made light of all of the players who are missing uh, What? Well, has been interesting Mark is at least Callum Davidson as you would expect has identified this because people like us on the outside people keep looking at the league table and saying they've not conceded that many but they've not scored any so clearly they're okay at defending and they're terrible at attacking a very simplistic conclusion to come to but after the game the other night when they lost to Ross County Callum Davidson addressed that and he said people keep saying that we're not scoring but believe me we're not we're not defending well enough yeah. either and in isolation That goal they just conceded Was It's, it's so comedy. poor I mean your centre half It's your bread and butter Be aggressive but Even and before the boxes. that oh, the, the way they give the ball away They give the ball away And oh, another opportunity Oh yeah, he over the back score. post I think he was not sure Whether to mm. head it Volley it Hit it with his knee It was an awkward height And it goes past the post From the corner There's an old cliche And Gordon and Mark Will oh. be aware of it About Teams are being too good to go down There is no such thing You know, the St Johnson story in some regards Is a horrible one They win the League Cup and the Scottish Cup last season They create 
club history and the fall from there has been spectacular and they are in free fall and the free fall is continuing at the hands of uh, a Celtic side who as I say are making light work of heavy duty absentees I think Kyogo could have finished this contest already Gordon I think that's a great opportunity I think he gets caught between you know going with his head or maybe just putting his foot through that it's a fantastic corner and it's a good move St Johnston all over the place defensively St John uh, Celtic is Oh, there's oh. a good header for me, but, but over the bar. I mean, that's that's the difference in both boxes. I think that's a decent opportunity there for mm, Stevie May when it's swung in. It's swung in over, is it Carter Vickers head? He's still got a lot of work to do, but he's got to make Barcast work there. Get that in target and at least test him. It's true what Hugh says, though. I mean, you are looking at the, we're at the midway point. I know it comes very quickly and people think that it's early in the season. We're now halfway through. St Johnson are bottom They're going to Presumably Stay bottom mm. So the, you know The notion of them Being too good to go down And it is the contrast From last season I think they're not only Three points Worse off this season Than they were last season At this point So But you, you can't uh, I remember Was it last Saturday Sunday Saturday Or whatever it may be We were in the, the studio Discussing um, St Johnston playing Motherwell For instance and Hugh was saying, and quite right, because we're all the same, you're thinking, got to be a result coming somewhere. When did they start? When did they kick start the season? They just... Uh-oh. Who's that? Kyogo. Injured. Pulled up. Looks like he's down holding his hamstring. Yeah. Yeah. Kyogo, he knows it. He's got a distressed yeah. look on his face. I think the ball was perfect. I think... I thought he was going to pull that down and finish it, but you could quite quickly see him just pulling up. It's a great run, a great ball from McCarthy. Oh, yeah. Now he goes, holds the hamstring. Now remember, this is now after a busy week, a dramatic week, going to be the last game before uh, a bit of a winter shutdown. Um, but nevertheless, this is something Celtic just cannot seem to shake Mark Wilson Remember he was Out injured Brought back Played the cup final Missed the game midweek Back in today And it looks like He's going to go off again Yeah I, Look I get his importance To this Celtic side And what Ange Postacoglu Needs his results just now And you need your top players in But if this hamstring injury Is still Niggling away You need to be careful What you don't want to do Is this to keep happening him Keep breaking down And he's out for a prolonged time they, They've got a duty of care To the player as well And I know He'll be saying that He wants to play And he's fine But you have to take Better care of him He's obviously not right He's obviously not firing In all cylinders And it's shown again today And you just hope For his sake That isn't He's not made it any worse it, The tear hasn't Went from a grade 1 To a grade 2 Or You know obviously The worst one's a grade 3 You just hope um, It's no long term damage Involved in that And the, the only Grace is That there is a couple of weeks Break Mark. in there would you assume that, that there was an element of risk about playing him today at all? Uh, but Ange Postecoglou may have gone for it because of all of the problems that he has. Yeah, well, of course, uh, he didn't play midweek, so I'm I automatically thought that was him. He would be wrapped up until after the break. Um, I get there's a real need for him to play, and probably in this 14 minutes, you he's caused St. Johnson problems already, and he, he might have done his job. But what you don't want is um, you be out for six weeks. Yeah. We're at and then it damages you when you come back in January. Yeah, oh. I, th- I think it, you. I think it's a, a it's a hard one. There's a couple of things you've got to look at here. Celtic have got top physios, guys that look after the players really well. 
They obviously were comfortable to put him on the pitch. Kyogo must have been asked the question, must have felt comfortable. Yes, it's, it's disappointing for the boy. It's disappointing for, obviously, Celtic just now. But I, I, I don't know. I, with a player of his stature, I don't think they're going to go well, risky against St. Johnson. They were confident he was ready to play. Unfortunately, he's had a little twinge in it again. I watched him. He bent his legs up right away. Now, if your hamstring's that bad, we've all we've had a hamstring pull. You can't bend your, your legs up if it's that bad. And walking off... Yes, he looked a little bit uncomfortable, but for every Celtic supporter out there, they'll be just f- fingers crossed that he's okay. And as Matt said, well, Doctor DL's diagnosed it. He's fine. Sing that because so he's, he's bent his grade, leg. He's uh, all right. uh, what, what I'm ruling out is a grade three match. Oh, so, gra- oh it's, uh, it's not a grade, grade three. three. Oh, no, no, it's a heavy challenge in the corner, but I think the ball, uh, Bobby Madden actually just gives a. A throw in the what, line. What we should say is that Joey Dawson has come on, and a, a, a week ago, two weeks ago, not many Celtic supporters would have heard of Joey Dawson, uh, but he's out there. Uh, looks uh, as if he's thoroughly enjoying his Celtic debut. That's the one thing, Hugh. That uh, I think people forget. They just put people on and go right. Never heard of this kid. You've got to start your career somewhere. Well, that's what uh-huh. happened to us. We'll get through into the, the deep end of football. And if you're playing with a club like Rangers or Celtic, somewhere along the line, you're hoping for that opportunity. And I'll tell you what, I as a young kid, if it was me, I'd be looking at the opening 15 minutes and thinking, I want on that part. Look at the way Tom Rogic is yeah. playing. Abad has got his goal. Juranovic is going down there. I want some of this. He's I not was, going to throw on say, you a, a real pressure game. Yeah. Dawson's watched Kyogo for 15 minutes there and he's seen how he comes to the ball and spins in behind and almost getting joy two or three times. Then surely you've got to be taking that on board. Well, Joey Dawson scored a double for the B team against Eastco Bride four days ago. This is mm. an entirely different challenge, of course, but he is a. A player in goal-scoring form at that level, whether that translates or not, we will find out. No, this is a, this is obviously a far different level, Gordon. But the difference is, as much as the levels up the scale, you're going on to play with better players. You know, I, I always get back to the greatest advice I ever got uh, when I started off as a young kid. My first ever game against Celtic, Celtic Park, full house, and I was a bit nervous. Let me tell you, I was only eighteen, and I says to the great late David Cuba. What they do, and he looked at me and he went, "Just run, I'll find you." And I thought that's quite great advice for me. I'll take that on board. And I was lucky. That's what happened. So these players are the same. He's got guys like Tom Rogic there that, that can pick a pass. He's got McCarthy's played in English Premier League. You get beat on as an international player. Juranovic is a top top player. It's a great opportunity for a kid. Just on McCarthy, I think he started very well. I know he slipped in the opening stages in St John's and got their only real attack from it. But a couple of his passes, you know, forward passes, positive passes have been excellent, shown his experience and composure in there. So I think he started particularly well. A player of his experience has got to think to himself, they really need me today. They need me to yeah. come to the fore. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think he's enjoying the circumstances rather than being intimidated by them. Is it too... Simple to look at Kyogo going off and say that something has dropped off for Celtic. Was that always going to happen anyway, or it doesn't seem to be quite as threatening as it was in the opening stages? Yeah, it's very, very hard to say, Gordon. You will look at that. Uh, St. Johnston players will probably get a little bit of a lift, but I still maintain as much as Kyogo is a fantastic player and he's had a great start to his career in Scotland. 
Celtic have still got quality players out there it's an opportunity for a young lad I'm sure he'll be thriving on that opportunity mm. St Johnston are going to come into the game at some point you just cannot dominate for 90 plus minutes it doesn't happen football St Johnston will come in somewhere and they'll get a bit of the ball but it's how they use that ball but Celtic will always be the threat Tom Rogic <laughs> once again this guy is sensational he really is uh, Juranovic tried a, a nutmeg up the line it didn't come off and St Johnston looked like they, they could at least threaten to come forward it didn't quite work out for them uh, and now Celtic come back Celtic looking confident you have to say despite all the disruptions to the team dropping points and the criticism that came with that during the week but no Kyogo if you're just joining us he has gone off injured again and it's not only him Mark Wilson it's just that recurring hamstring issue that the club keep having at the moment yeah, it's certainly a strange one in the as we see one of the worst overhead kicks attempts <laughs> in the world there from Abada. But I feel I actually, I actually feel for Rogic who, who may have done better. Now Abada's holding his back. Um but that's that's an impact injury. I'm sure he'll be okay. Hamstring injury is a, a puzzling one. It really is, because I know the medical staff there, a top medical team at Celtic, and uh, I know Tim Williamson, he won't be happy that these uh, his hamstring injuries are affecting so many players so I wonder if they'll just have a, a wee change to their schedule and you know in the new year period a workload in, in terms of what they do uh, I've heard reports that they don't actually I've said that a couple of weeks ago that they don't train for long you know an hour max the intensity is yeah. so high though yeah that's a, a, a lot of clubs now you know they're 45 minutes they're on it and that's exactly they've got to be training at such a pace and if you're not used to that, it's certainly like everything else, it takes a bit of time. You can get niggling uh, injuries. And it's all, all came at the same time for Celtic. But look, they're still in control of this game here. And I'm sure Abada will be thinking, I'm not going to try that again. <laughs> St. Johnston nil, work. Celtic one twenty-two on the clock. Leela Abada's goal separating the side. Celtic well on top. Uh, but Kyogo has, and in fact, just yeah. in time. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com And Abada is on a hat-trick St. Johnson nil Celtic 2 21 and a half minutes gone It was that man Tom Rogic again He has been involved in everything Danced forward Slipped a through ball in Abada raced onto it And finished into the bottom corner To make it St. Johnston nil Celtic 2 Well Tom Rogic is an Australian He's used to playing on sandy beaches uh, And he's got one here today At McDermott Park And he's been brilliant And the finish from Abada First class Uh Celtic have been terrific We've got a quarter of the game gone Celtic have been terrific St Johnston are an embarrassment to themselves I just think it's um, Yeah, I don't think St Johnston will be happy with their performance Hugh, But if I was Postacoglu My first phone call would be to the groundsman And say get Celtic Park like that <laughs> They're playing some sensational stuff Their movement's just too good for St Johnston And I think that's a problem And you've got a guy And I said it from the first whistle when I watched him You're thinking Tom Rogic just looks like one of those days he's going to entertain us and he certainly get the ability to do that. I've said if I come in here going, this is a comfortable afternoon for Celtic. They're too good. Mm. As much as you look at Barkash, as much as you look at, oh, they've got X, Y and Z, McGregor, a captain missing, they've still got quality players. His first touch is incredible. Rogic here, when the ball gets played into him for Beton, just to get that under control. But then that... That little mm. pass with outside his boot, and it's a good finish from Abada. Brilliant. I mean, it, it's goals nine and ten for Abada mm. in I think his thirty-first Celtic appearance of the season. 
So Gordon he's obviously not the finished article He gets a lot of criticism mm. he, he does drop out of games at times That's the opinion of the Celtic fans who call in this show But for a 20 year old winger coming to a new country It's not a bad goal return is it? One in three at this stage of the season It's a terrific goal return Gordon I thought he was really poor on Wednesday night I thought Mikey Johnston was the same I'll give uh, young Moffat all the excuses in the world He's got an opportunity there He'll be one for the future But um yeah, inconsistency But that will come You know, that that's certainly going to come from him He's shown that he's got the ability He shows he's now got an eye for goal Because as much as we praise Tom Rogic here I thought his run was brilliant See, for a striker's point of view That's a terrific run Really is And it's a composed finish as well um, He scored one with the head That he was determined to get against two big centre-halves and then that lovely run, that's what I'm saying about young players coming on there. See if you make the runs, go back to that saying, you make that runs, you're mm. going to find the ball about your feet because that's what Tom Rogic does. To be fair, we said before the game, Celtic, this is a day when they absolutely cannot afford to drop anything uh, because of the six-point difference between themselves and Rangers. And to all intents and purposes, to finish the game in 25 minutes, and that's because of their own outstanding play on a poor pitch. But they have mastered the pitch. They have more than mastered St. Johnston. Callum Davidson now has the look of a man who's seen an accident. Uh, and you can imagine it only gets worse here for St. Johnston. Yeah, I mean, in, in Hugh Keevan's fashion, they'll probably score right now as they got the pitch, Mark Wilson. <laughs> but even, even I would concede that you know, having scored 10 all season It would be quite something If St Johnson managed 2 In the, the rest of this game You wouldn't fancy them The way they're playing at the minute I mean they're trying to press Celtic High up the pitch at the minute And you know They're winning the ball back They've won it back a few times In the final third But just squandered the opportunity To put any real pressure On Barkas or Starfelt Or Carter Vickers So Celtic is comfortable As I've seen them For a long time here On a difficult surface With difficult circumstances Surrounding them But find it pretty easy how should how worried should these 500 St Johnston fans be, Gordon? Sorry to bring everything back mm. uh, to our own bias, but you know you'll know fine well. Motherwell finished second, and then second again, and then eleventh the following season, and had to stay up via the playoffs. So it, it can happen when you have a, a level of success. You, you can in your club of that size, you can easily drop off the following season. Hundred percent. They're they're in a habit of losing, Gordon. And you can look at the players who don't even look a threat. Stevie May, for me, is never a goal scorer. He's, he's a terrific team player, Stevie May. But he's, they've not got a goal scorer. They've not got to get somebody that will just get you out of trouble. Get you that 1-0 victory that they're looking for. Just get you something to kickstart your season. They look a team that you don't know where their next three points are coming from. You just wonder, Callum Davison, right? His stock was so, so high... After winning the two cups, does is, now I don't think he is. But does Callum Davison another month down the line? If we keep continuing playing, obviously when the, the winter breaks and he loses his first two games, does he come under pressure? Is he St Johnston manager? Well, I mean, side the Celtic uh, with Celtic a chance to make it third, three. Yeah. Left-footed Juranovic easily held though by Parish. It was right down the throat of the goalkeeper, either side of him. Uh, and we could be looking at a different scoreline But it was a nice move oh. A great touch from Abada Eventually falls to Juranovic But again, the shot is too central To go back to Gordon's question I, I, I think if my memory serves me correctly Callum signed an extension to his contract On the back of two cup wins uh, That in itself doesn't 
make him immune from the sack. But I think he's got a great relationship with Stephen Brown, the chairman of the club. Uh, and they will let it go for the time being, Gordon. You know, Hugh, get back to your contract. The reason probably they gave him a good contract and, and, and you know, Callum was in a good position at the time was they thought there was a lot of clubs come calling, so the compensation would be good for St Johnston. Now, I'm saying that, look, I am not by any matter means saying that Callum Davison should become under pressure. I think he's bought himself enough time. But if this continues, then surely, I don't care what his contract is, managers come under pressure. Yeah, Kyogo's got the tracksuit on, he's in the stand in McDermott Park. I won't try and do a Dr. DL and, and diagnose him. No, he, he won't he probably stay well. He looks relatively comfortable-ish. Yeah. If that's of interest to you Celtic fans, I don't know if it makes you feel any better. Uh, but he has gone off. Uh, don't forget, you can stay in touch all afternoon on Twitter at Clyde SSB. We will open the phone lines later on when the three o'clock games are done. But in the meantime, send us a tweet. Let us know what is on your mind. Uh, in fact, on that subject, have you fallen out with anyone, Mark Wilson, producer Callum, or Me? have you? Oh no, what have you done? <laughs> I know what you someone mean. in here. I know. Have you seen I, this? Ridiculous. No, what's you done? If you head over to our Twitter feed at Clyde yeah. SSB. <laughs> We've put up a picture Sort of advertising That the show's on And it says We hope you had a brilliant Christmas Or gift to you Is another six hour special From midday uh, And there's a photoshopped image Of the four of us As some sort of like Weird Christmas family Right now the, It looks ridiculous But can we please assess What's happened to Mark Wilson <laughs> He has had <laughs> He's got a seriously Seriously raw deal Oh no uh, No So uh, I don't know who I don't know if you have Fallen out with producer Callum Or, or whoever oh, made maybe it Maybe he's still He's still blaming me For the Covid Outbreak <laughs> <laughs> in here Someone so, uh, Someone has tweeted to, uh, no. Seddy Bear says It's if you And John Hartson Had a child <laughs> That's what it looks like What that is disturbing um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, so, so Mark has had the, the He's had the, the the raw end of it here But a lot of people Are also inquiring Because um, Let me think carefully about this This is a family show So how can I describe it Some people are pointing out It looks like uh, Hugh Evans is giving you a, a, a special a special piggyback, Gordon Deal. Does that does that? Uh... That's the biggest smile Hugh's had in his face. Oh, <laughs> that looks a cosy Christmas. Uh. Oh, I do it. It's a special piggyback. Is that I enough? I think so. Does yeah, that work I think for, for yeah, a family show. Yeah. Um, you've got your hand sort of delicately placed on his shoulders. Yeah. Shoulders, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to get involved in this. That looks like we can get the show shut down. But yeah. anyway, yeah, you can... Postacoglu a bit does there in that picture. You know, think before he started dying, he's here. Yeah. Or not dying, he's here. Sorry, before remember he those days, eh? Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, I remember well, those. Didn't die my when you had brown hair. Here's a great chance again. A bad or true, Gordon. Oh, oh, that's a good save. How gutted are you? Because it means we can get back to talking about exactly, it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, Hugh Keevens, on a serious note, he could and maybe should have had a hat trick. Well, it's as bright as I have seen Abada since he joined Celtic. Uh, he's having a great day and he's really lifted his game this afternoon. And it was a uh, save, isn't it? Yeah, Elliot Parrish is that way, yeah. So Elliot Parrish prevents it from being 3 0. I think Abada is as bright as I have seen him in a Celtic jersey. I think I think that's an an easy save, right? It's an I, easy chance, isn't it? I think it's a great run again. St Johnston are getting done with us all the time. Um, I was just looking at first Gordon to see as a corner oh, come over the bar uh, if he could have taken an extra touch with his pace slightly Maybe. and and 
thingy dangle a little bit for him but at least he's made the run he's made the goalkeeper have a save Celtic are in cruise land here they really are um, and it's just a matter of how many they're going to score this afternoon well 32 minutes in Barkas literally has not touched the ball with his hands he's had a, a, a couple of passbacks which he has kicked to the nearest defender uh, but St Johnston have done absolutely nothing it, it's just as well that they are only two points away from Dundee who look in serious trouble today at Petaudry because of Covid related issues uh, but St Johnston are woeful here's, here's another new uh, this is what I like about managers when they come in it's not they always get judged on who they bring in Kyogo absolutely brilliant great signing Jota great signing stuff like that I look at players that get improved under a new manager. I think Beaton has been yeah, excellent. Yep. Yeah. I really do. Great. I think I think he looks like he's enjoying his football. He's in the middle of the park. He's in amongst things. He's creating things. He's breaking things up. I think that he has really, really stepped his game up. I thought you were about to list Barkas amongst the players that Postacoglu has improved on the basis that he's not conceded <laughs> in the first 32 minutes. Uh, but even you won't go that far yet. Mm. Well, it's an improvement. You know, <laughs> see, to be fair to him, I know Hugh says he's just kicked it to the nearest defender. I think he's been decent, composed, uh, composed yeah. yeah, and and you know kept things ticking along. So give him credit where it's due. Celtic and again, St Johnson's backliner, oh, wide open. Uh, yeah, just such a crowded box, and Tom Rogic can't control it that time. Uh, you're getting a lot of stick for this picture on oh, Twitter. Right? Uh, although we're all getting it from Cardboy in Dublin, who says uh, the new Human Centipede <laughs> film looks rubbish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't think we need to elaborate on that. Uh, Watch that one, right. and I, I, I wouldn't say you're the best looking boy I've ever seen, right? But you're certainly not the ugliest. But that does not do certainly you any not the ugliest. Yeah, are you staying by any chance? We've got six hours. Am today. I what? You take your jacket off your denim jacket. Is that a jacket? Or it's a shirt. Are you taking your denim shirt? Jacket. I think why, they call why, it. It's called what? A shacket. A shacket. Well, it's a combination, isn't it? It's one of those. It's a. Uh-huh. He's, he's, is it's it, a shirt. It's, it's a, a bit, genuine it's shirt. It's a bit like he's making me uncomfortable. You know, like so, the sort of thing Ant and Deck would wear when they come a out shacket. for I'm a celebrity. It's that sort of look, isn't it? Mark. Am I saying the right stuff? It's worrying you that he wants me to take my shirt off. Mark, I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know how to break this to you because you're getting a bit of stick here. But my wife <laughs> called me in. Good. My wife oh, this, called this, me in this from the kitchen. This is good. I know coming here. And said. Gordon Duncan's on television and he's interviewing Stephen Gerrard at Celtic Park. My wife thought you were Stephen Gerrard. Thank you, I'm not joking. Working at the charity with the the young kids. The amount of times people think you're at Stephen Gerrard. Ah, It's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And now Hugh's wife. What an absolute (laughs) insult to Stephen. (laughs) <laughs> oh, hey! Now that he's Hold gone, on a why, why am I getting uh, the stick today? I've already got a bad photo on there. The Rangers fans uh, would have jumped to his defence a few weeks ago, yeah. but now they probably don't care. Yeah. Maybe they're now saying, "Yeah, exactly." An average right back that finished his career at Dumbarton getting the thing. Uh, uh, I don't think anyone's comparing football um, career for what um, worth. You can't even nothing. remember me playing football. I think it's just the haircut story. The, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I don't think you look uh, anything like the, the Rangers. Oh, that's good. I don't want to. He's not me saying it, it's you, his wife. Celtic in behind again, but this time the pass is too heavy and Abada can't get on the end of this Mark, one. Mark, your consolation is my wife picked me. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good point. We'll leave uh, it there. Well, uh, hold on, it's only a couple of weeks ago. What did I tell you? Who did my wife mix you up for on social media? Oh, Messi. <laughs> That's right. Oh, uh, what is going on? 
we're on the same kind of ability Bracket. level. Messi, Gerard, yeah. Wilson. Yeah, it just, off the tongue, yeah. doesn't it? I can't see the Morton for Radio Clyde anytime soon. Oh, yeah, me. he's having a he's having a go at the station now. <laughs> That's fine. That's That's exactly. You're up the road at half time. <laughs> right, here's the first chance that St Johnson have. Yeah. A corner kick, which is again one thing you can level against Celtic. That their, their defensive reaction at corner kicks are pretty awful so now is the first after 36 minutes the first test of the Celtic defence I can't believe it's an outswinger or a driven ball here he the, comes look well at that done, man yeah, yeah. Pro. I thought I, I thought you know he was uh, Crawford was going to swing mm. that out and but he did the right thing put it right on top of Barkas test him and he did well to yeah. come out and catch it well, well, do you know here what here he comes talk about Brilliant. doing your doing your homework oh, hold on a second because Celtic are in the box again and this one goes behind uh, a very quick counter attack from Celtic and it's going to be a corner didn't work out the same mark but that was the exact same attempted delivery as Martin Boyles to Paul Hanlon in the cup final last week yeah clearly oh, totally right, yeah. must feel it's a weakness of Celtic good call yeah just hanging it up and allowing a centre half to go and attack it and Starfield was was felt uh, want on that occasion but Barkas exactly what you want your goalkeeper to do I think Joe Hart was actually guilty in the cup final and not doing enough to help his back go out even though Starfield should have done better but Barkas that time got to say came and claimed it and started that counter attack that Celtic probably should have scored and again it's in Stevie May of all people who heads clear not the tallest but in oh, doing oh, his job oh. and the rebound Short over side. the top um, but a free kick but Bobby Madden alias Kevin Clancy <laughs> Has given that decision. <laughs> like similar. <laughs> exactly. A David Friel right on the ball with that one. Do you think one. that Joey Dawson bears a slight resemblance to David Friel? <laughs> that is not I the worst. It's not the worst shout, yeah. I must admit. Does, does, does the postman, as he's called, not wear a headband when he plays? I don't think he's called the postman. The postman? I think Posty is his nickname. Oh, is it Posty? Posty. <laughs> postman. Is that his, yeah, I think uh, so. We'll get, him to we'll get him to explain it at half time. And he's now, he's, he's, he's standing up for you. Why he's standing up for himself and says that Kevin Clancy was on the SFA list, apparently. So. All right, okay. I thought David Friel had another nickname. Oh, I think oh, he's he got has, a few. But we can't hear it. Um, Mark <laughs> Wilson, apparently, I've had a tweet in here saying it's no. not a name I'm, I was automatically familiar with. It. So I looked it up. Woody says that you look in this picture that we've posted like Ryan Searle, the darts player. So I googled him and. Yeah, that does look a bit like you in the, oh, in the picture. Yeah. I'm not having that. I'm oh. not having that. <laughs> that's that's no, a no, poor no, shout. Not in real life. All oh, right, this. okay. In well, the picture. Not in, in, the not picture. in real yeah. life. You're ruining my box, isn't you? Yeah, by the way. <laughs> You're ruining about 190,000 listeners. <laughs> oh, I think I've cracked it. I think I know what's happened here. I think I know, not necessarily who you've insulted, but I, I know who's behind it, this photoshopped mm. image. And I think, it, I think it's producer Callum And I think it's because He's got a newfound fame that's gone to his head Have you heard about this? No, what's happened? Now, Callum's a humble man Likes to stay behind the scenes Let's let's Crash his boyfriend Let's you guys you know, produce the <laughs> Produce the magic on here He lets you lot produce the magic on here And, and he pulls the strings in the background But he's, he's obviously isolating And he's, he's put on Twitter last night That he's stuck in his flat for Christmas And his dad had driven all the way through from Dundee <laughs> With a whole Christmas dinner With instructions 
to give to Cal and, and he's put a picture up of it and it looks absolutely brilliant what a setup this is and he's posted it on Twitter and he's got four and a half thousand likes no yeah. so I think Has he's he? gone big time overnight doesn't talk to us anymore he's yeah. thought he's not even here mm. his isolation was probably up mm. at midnight but he's I, decided I I'm not speaking to those plebs I'm going to slaughter Wilson on social media exactly all because That's a little bit of Twitter fame stick me a like down for that Straight I thought that was a good uh, can you do that stick me a like stick you a like down uh-huh. for it yeah, can you? Because uh, I'm not really it's not tw- like I'm a, on Twitter. It's, so. not, it's not like a sponsor sheet. I don't stick you down <laughs> for a fiver. Uh, 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 it's a fantastic <laughs> story, that. It really is. Well, it's a fantastic story. His that, dad? Yeah. It does all look That's a good all, effort. All the, all the way, way from, from Dundee. Dundee. Yeah. I've got to applaud like, Anybody's people desperate like to get to Dundee, though. Oh, don't worry. Oh, look at that. That looks. Get his dad's number. It does look the part, doesn't it? Uh, it certainly does. But no, it's just the, the fact that's that... That's very good. That's what happens... Oh, Bladdershoe again. <laughs> that's what happens at Christmas. People come together. People help each other. He's obviously done those two bottles of wine in before he's photoshopped that <laughs> picture, <laughs> by the way. That's what's happened. <laughs> that's oh. a fair Hugh, uh, how many times can Leela Bader run in behind and get the ball before St. Johnson well, decide to do something about it? He's out Kyogoing. Kyogo. Uh, he's been terrific uh, you, you think the hat-trick would be inevitable uh, Five minutes and uh, Time added on To the first half For St Johnston to endure Celtic have been terrific St Johnston have been pitiful hmm. Abada's been great Because his just willingness to run in behind Makes it easy for Rogic and McCarthy And Beaton to pick those passes He's right that, that looks a stick on That he will get the <laughs> <laughs> the hat trick What are you laughing uh, at yeah, You just glanced up Football's over For the afternoon It's never good When he glances And bursts out laughing yeah. What What have we got Callum really has it in For you today He's just sent me a picture Saying you look like Paul Black Are you familiar With Paul Black No Comedian Who's Paul Black He's like Sort of Glaswegian Comedian Very uh, big social media following Twitter and TikTok and that sort of stuff. No, no. And Why weirdly, has this turned into a I, I, I'm aware of I'm aware of Paul Black's work, and it's not a, a look like I would really consider as being accurate. But mm. he's just sent me the picture, and I'm now staring at you. And I don't know. I feel like <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't care what yeah, you do. Actually, Keep, oh, he's definitely on the vinyl at home. <laughs> he's definitely on it. He's, Callum, oh. back off. I didn't give you COVID. Have you got it? Back off, Callum. <laughs> I'm, sure Callum he's I'm sure Callum's sitting in the living room going, OK, Mark, I'll back off. Hugh, is there any Paul. chance St Johnson can strike back and, or at least you know, land a blow before half time and make this interesting? Not a hope. Okay. They are useless. And, uh, you know, the, <laughs> say what you really say, feel. <laughs> there are only two points uh, away from Livingston, and Livingston are motherwell today, and I don't fancy them there. Uh, but they are seriously bad. Uh, I, I know they lost players. Uh, they had to get money in because they lost a million and a half pounds uh, due to the pandemic. Uh, so they had to sell players to help balance the books. They they are a shadow, a pale imitation of the team who wore that shirt last season. Uh, and you know, it would be miraculous if they scored a goal. Got to say every part of them have been poor. You know, you you look at the goalkeeper, maybe a wee bit questionable for that that first goal. The centre halves poor, keep getting done with the running behind. The midfielder Bryson and Crawford giving the ball away consistently, and then even when it gets to the front three, you know when they've had the little opportunities to break and Celtic just not made the most of those either. So I, I mean, a, a really really poor performance from St Johnson, but Celtic have been excellent to to counter that. 
Yeah, I think I, I think that's uh, the main reason, Mark. To be honest with you, uh, St Johnston are always up against it. I just think Celtic have come out. You know, they've not they've not looked to the part, the conditions, and thought, "Well, this is going to be a difficult afternoon." They've got in about it. Tom Rogic beat on Midley Park. McCarthy, I think, played very well. Abada's runs are brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, he's causing St Johnston all sorts of problems. Um, uh, as much as still 2-0 game's still alive but where does St Johnson they, they can hardly put a, three passes together Celtic are just you know pressing them at the right times using the width of the pitch passing the ball well getting Tom Rogic on it bad at causing problems you can only see Celtic adding to this lead yeah, they look up for it at the moment as St Johnson try and stride out from the back and do it effectively you have to say finding Ali Crawford and, and, and trying to build something we've not seen a lot of them the offside flag goes up though and it takes the sting out of that one down the left you think Callum Davidson's looking at making changes at half time I, I mean Stevie May he does work his socks off but that's his right he's lack not, of quality he's, he's in not alone striker yeah. Matt, and yeah. you've got Kane on the bench I know he's not trained but he must be more than capable of doing you know something uh, a hollering a wee bit of pace for him behind you even think about Liam Craig would he come on with his experience you think at half time he's, he's I, got to consider I, I would be surprised if he doesn't tweak personnel or obviously change the system and I've got to say uh, I'm, I'm bowing here big shout out to uh, young Dawson I thought he's come on the pitch and everything he's been asked to do he's doing it nice and simple holding the ball up making nice space for himself bringing other players into it um, I'm sure for that young kid he'd be desperate to get a goal today That would probably just be his Christmas there all in the winter Yeah, 18 year old Joey Dawson on for the injured again Kyogo um, It hasn't affected Celtic though They've added to their lead since then It's now 2-0 as we approach the half-time break It's been one-way traffic And you would imagine Celtic do leave this afternoon with three points However, football is a funny business And maybe, just maybe St Johnson can come up with something at the break. I don't even think we'll have too much additional time, Mark Wilson. I can't recall many, yeah, if any, just Kyogo's injury, but that was dealt with pretty sharpish, so I think it'll be fairly tight. Oh, well, St Johnson's defending oh. here, abysmal, oh, and luckily for them, Liam <laughs> Scales' shot is saved by the feet of Elliot Parrish. That possibly should have been three. Yeah, he's got the break of the ball, Gordon. He doesn't know. He turns his back on it, it comes back to him. He's four yards out Got to give credit to the goalkeeper there He was quick, he was down He made it difficult for him But Celtic and Cruzland just now uh, Postacoglu Be absolutely delighted with these first 45 minutes Yeah, Uh, yeah, one final corner for Celtic Just one additional minute There won't be much time after this So Juranovic with the outswinging delivery Does get flicked on by a Celtic player But cleared away by St Johnston Maybe one last chance then Forget what I said Uh, They might just load the box again um, they're not in any rush though Why would you be? Bobby Madden's looking at the watch He's thinking about it Ten seconds to go Of that additional minute You'd have to say that uh, Ange Postacoglu Will reflect on these 45 minutes uh, As being very satisfying From Celtic's perspective And the half-time whistle Has gone Let's go to David Freel And get the story from McDermott Park Half time, Gordon St Johnson now Celtic 2, and the 500 St Johnson fans have just booed their team off because Liel Abada's double has put Celtic in total control in Perth. We spoke earlier about Ange Postacoglu, he's missing about a dozen players for various reasons and has also lost Kyogo again to injury during this first half, but you wouldn't be able to tell. It's been a total stroll for Celtic so far. They looked in the mid from the start, Tom Rogic, as the boys have been saying, 
he's been absolutely brilliant running the show alongside Neil Beaton and, and James McCarthy and it was no surprise when Celtic made it 1-0 in 9 minutes James McCarthy won the ball he sent Joseph Juranovic racing away down the right he looked up picked out a bad and his first time shot was saved by Elliot Parrish the ball spun up and a little forward, you know, surrounded by big defenders, was somehow able to nod the rebound over the line from six yards to put Celtic ahead. Kyogo missed a really good chance at the back post in 11 minutes when he found himself free, and that was his last kind of real meaningful intervention. He pulled up, chasing a McCarthy pass in 15 minutes. It looks like a hamstring injury again and was taken off immediately. On came Joey Dawson for his debut, and you wondered if it was affect Celtic. He's only 18, obviously not getting anywhere near the experience and talent of Kyogo, but... It didn't make a difference. Celtic made it 2-0 in 22 minutes. Rogic again was a creator. He had a great turn, great pass for Abada. His run was perfect and he finished easily past Elliot Parrish. St Johnson obviously without Xander Clark, their own first choice goalkeeper, but the standing goalkeeper has been brilliant. Made some really big saves. He kept out Joseph Juranovic. He kept out Abada for a certain hat-trick. Neil, Neil Beaton is also headed over. Well, up, up the other end, it just summed things up. It took Vasilis Barkas 36 minutes to touch the ball with his hands. I think that tells you where St Johnson are right now. Celtic in total control. Half-time at Medermott Park. St Johnson nil Celtic too. Sum up that first half for us, Hugh. Uh, utter dominance from Celtic and uh, they have been a credit to themselves because the banana skin was there right away Callum McGregor and several other players out we assume because of COVID-19 related issues uh, but Celtic have dominated the game their passing has been first class on a dodgy pitch their finishing has been good Lilabada has shone and the biggest criticism you can make of St Johnson is that they are getting off lightly at 2-0 on their own pitch. They are seriously bad. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Celtic should be further ahead. I think they've been excellent. They controlled the game from minute one. I think even if you look individually throughout the team, I think everybody's um, been been pretty, pretty good. Um, that middle of the pitch, I say, was so important. Big performance needed from McCarthy and Beaton. I think Celtic have got that. Rogic has been his usual magical self. And then Abada, that willingness to get in behind all the time and then take his opportunities. Uh, exactly what Ange Postacoglu would have needed. And if anything, Abada should have had another couple. So I think it's the easiest team talk that Ange Postacoglu would have had to do in his time at Celtic. Just keep things ticking along the same way. Just keep making those runs and keep creating those chances and well Daz called it it's as comfortable an afternoon for Celtic as I've seen for a while yeah very comfortable indeed um, I think the Celtic manager will be delighted he will be uh, stressing to the players look next goal don't give St Johnston any encouragement and I know that the big question mark is well where <laughs> where do you see them scoring from because they have not really created a chance the big talking point was the Celtic goalkeeper Barkas they could have played with a backy they could have played without a goalkeeper They don't need one this afternoon St Johnston need to tweak something Whether it's personnel Whether it's uh, shape Whether it's a different style of play Just try to turn the Celtic back line I just think middle to front Celtic have been excellent uh, David Friel Unfortunately we're back In the scenario where it's empty And it's quiet You mentioned the 500 fans uh, Booed their St Johnston team off I take it Ange Postacoglu is not having to cajole his team much and, and Callum Davidson is the one that's out trying to bark the orders or anything in particular that you've noticed? Yeah, I, th I think Callum Davidson is probably as frustrated as I've seen him. You know, I, I've, I've done a few press conferences and everything with Callum Davidson. I think he's kept it 
kind of together quite well. He always seems quite calm and composed speaking, and I think he's quite confident if you get to January, get a few players and things will turn around. But there's been times when, especially when Beaton, McCarthy, Rogic have just been passing it around St Johnson's players. You know, at one point he kind of almost you know, stamped stamped in the ground just you know he's so frustrated that his players aren't getting close to Celtic and I think on this pitch as well I think they're, they're, they're making life easy Celtic have been great but I don't think they're getting anywhere near as close and in Celtic's faces as you would expect a St Johnson team to so yeah I think Ange Postacoglu the only worry would be the Kyogo injury and he also hopes it's not long term but I think Callum Davison will be the one uh, reading the riot act at half time and he did say before the match Gordon that he'd held a squad summit you know try to get to the bottom of things but it's not worked you know St Johnson look a, a shadow they side that won the two cups last year Second half then Could be a big one for St Johnson They're going to need to do something quickly If they want to get back into it Celtic very comfortable And the second 45 is next